Hey guys, before we get started with the actual podcast, we have a very special interview with Anthony Jones, Oregon football commit. Yo, what's good, Anthony? Hello. What's, uh, what's good? Welcome to the uh, Quackcast. This is our first interview with an athlete. Really excited to have you on. Here with my co-host, Eddie. What's up? How you guys hey. doing? Good, how are yeah, you? Pretty good, pretty good. Just got done Christmas shopping, so. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah, we're really excited to have you on. Um, Want to go ahead and just, like, introduce yourself to the fans that you're always watching? Yeah, my name is Anthony Jones. I'm a um, senior coming out of Las Vegas, Nevada, out of Liberty High School. Uh, play outside linebacker, edge rusher, coming in to the University of Oregon. I bet. Um, Eddie, weren't you going to say something? Oh, yeah. Um. So we're just going to do like a few questions. Um, some people just wanted to know some things. And of course, if you don't feel like answering the question, um, just say next question and we'll move on. That's about it. Sounds good. All right. So, uh, Anthony, you just recently flipped from uh, Texas to Oregon. What What was the thought process behind that? What made you do that? Um, just the um, comfortability level that I had with the program over at Oregon. Um I had a really strong relationship with Coach Cristobal when he was over there. Um, Coach Don Johnson has always been, like, a guy that I could reach out to and just, like, have, like, simple conversations with. Like, everything wasn't just, like, about football. So um, I just got to see, like, a different view, like, from the program. But um, even with Coach Dan Lanning coming on, um, he gave me a vision that, like, and his, well, his vision and uh, what he sees that's going to happen to the program and, you know, I was just really excited about the opportunity. So that's just a little bit of why I flipped. That's dope. That's dope. Uh, how much of an influence did Sam Ellis have on your commitment, you know, your teammate in high school? Uh, Yeah, I've heard that question before. But, I mean, he didn't really have, like, too much of an influence or an impact on me flipping um, just because, like, he has to – he has his own journey. I have my own. Um, at the end of the day, we both, like, have our own goals that we want to achieve and things like that. But, I mean, it's just a plus that I get to have him there with me. Uh, that's dope. Did you ever take an official visit? No, I didn't. Ever unofficial or anything or no? No, nothing like that. Oh, so you've never been on campus or anything before? No. Oh, sick. Um, how much did the hire of Dan Lanning influence you to commit to Oregon? Yeah, that was definitely, like, a big plus. Just like having a defensive set, like um, a defensive coach coming in to be the head coach was pretty big deal for me. And he's going to be also um, – he's going to be my position coach, so that's a big deal too. So, Did uh, he reach out to you, like when he first came over or what? Yeah, right when he got into Eugene, he gave me a call. Oh, sick. Um, uh, can I go, Blum? Yeah, 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 go ahead. All right. Uh, this is more on a little bit of a personal level. Um. What is your favorite, like, non-football hobby? Like, just your go-to hobby that, uh, other than, like, sports, non-sports related? Hmm. I mean, I used to just, like, growing up, like, I used to just, like, mess around, like, dance, like, with one of my sisters. But, That's cool. okay. like, for the past, like, couple of years, everything's kind of just been pointed towards football and training and things like that. So I really haven't had, like, off time, but... When I did, it was just like hanging out with friends, playing Madden, you know, just simple stuff. Nice, nice. Um, how old were you when you first started playing football? I was five. And when would you say you started to actually like take it serious? Uh, definitely like, I want to say like sophomore year of high school. That's when I knew like things like were getting like real for me. And then like quarantine was definitely like when I started. Like, where I took that time and, like, worked on my craft and did all the things like that. When did you get your first offer? Uh, September 1st um, of last year. From who? Uh, UNLV. Oh, that's dope. Wait, was that when Marcus Aloyo was the coach? Yeah. Oh, that's sick. Oh, wow. Um, When did Oregon first offer you? Oh, when did they offer me? I was still committed to Washington. They offered me the day before I decommitted. Um, mm. So, sometime in January. And you said that was back with Cristobal, correct? 
Yes. How how'd you like Cristobal? Oh, I love Coach Cristobal. That's my guy for sure. Like, I know I can still reach out to him and have a conversation yeah. with him and things like that. Yeah, I love Coach Cristobal. Because he's always been really good at including. Like, is yeah. there like something he does that other guys don't do? Is it something that stands out from him or what? I mean, just like being the head coach, like obviously he has a lot on his plate, but he yeah. would like always take the time. Like it would be 10 o'clock at night and he would just like text me like every day, be like, oh, what's going on, man? Like, how are things going? Um, mm-hmm. He would call us like, and like I said, like it wouldn't even really be about football. Like we would just have simple conversation, like sit there, laugh and joke around. Like he just kept everything real with us. But yeah, he just connected with us on a personal level. That's dope. And and how was uh Dan Lanning when he pleased to reach out to you? Uh he I just had like a special thing with like Coach Lanning. Like he was cool, laid back, you know, he's a younger coach. Um he just kept it like straight up with me. Kinda like how Coach Cristobal did, but um yeah, he was just telling me like how excited he was to have me if I were to come on and what he would be able to do like with me and things like that. But I definitely had like a good feeling about Coach Lanning. Um Another question on kind of what you brought up. Uh, how do you feel about kind of coming into like a younger coaching staff that I'm sure you're probably expecting? Like, I mean, I know a lot of uh, Division One schools have very veteran coaching staff. How do you feel about coming into a Power Five team who has very young coaches? I mean, I, f- I feel like age doesn't really matter, especially like coming yeah. from Coach Lanning, like how he was the defense coordinator over at um, Georgia, and that's in the best um, conference in the country. So, just like coming in, having an SEC mindset, I know it's going to help a lot. And him being younger, like, um, I definitely know that he's going to have, like, a lot more energy at practice. He'll be, like, more, like, involved, hands-on, things like that. So I just think I'll be able to connect better with him, especially that he's a younger coach. Gotcha. And uh, on 247, it lists you as an athlete. What Do you have, like, a specific position that you want to play in college or what? Yeah, I'm coming in. Uh, I'm going to be an edge rusher. That's dope, just like Kayvon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Have you ever reached out to Kayvon or not? No, I haven't. Uh, Eddie, any uh, any more questions? Um, I think you about covered it, bro. I really appreciate this. No, I appreciate you guys having me for sure. Actually, I have, I have one last thing. Is there um? Did you leave Texas on good terms? Like, like do you still keep up with like the coaching staff and stuff, or are you kind of just gone from them? Um. I mean, I did – I obviously, like, did talk to them on signing day, but I was, I'm was i really close with um, the defensive coordinator over there, Coach K. Um, he was the first Power 5 school to offer me when he was over at Washington. So, yeah. um, we definitely, like, we're pretty tight. But, I mean, it was kind of last notice. Um, but it wasn't, like, on, like, the worst note. Like, I didn't just up and leave. But I, I definitely had a conversation with them. But, yeah. How, how was that uh, signing day? It was like leading up to it, it was it was pretty stressful. Just like I was sitting there thinking, like it was really coming down. Like some some other schools popped in and offered me at the last second, but it was really just like um, down to Oregon and Texas. Just like seeing like where I thought I'd be more comfortable at, knowing that they're both like really good programs. But I was, I just came down to my comfortability level with Oregon, so. Once I uh, signed the papers, it was definitely, like, a lot of relief. So, a lot of excitement as well. Uh, that's dope. Um, I think that about does it for yeah, this man. episode. Thanks All for coming problem. on, Anthony. Really appreciate you. No problem. I appreciate you guys for having me. Uh, welcome to have you. And, yeah. All right. Thank you, bro. No problem. Thank you. And uh, see you, boys. Yeah. Welcome, welcome back to the fifth episode of the Quackcast. I'm here with my co-host, Eddie. What's up? And today we have a very special guest, Mr. Oregon Athletics himself. Welcome to the podcast. I'm hyped. Fifth episode. Let's get it. Not that much news today. After you guys just saw, we just had the interview with Anthony Jones. Um, Thought that went pretty well. And yeah, so um, this week we only had one game which was the Oregon men's basketball team playing against Pepperdine at home. Final score was 68-59. to 59. A lot closer than I expected. Uh, players of the game. Whoa, that was a weird echo. Oh, my bad. I think I uh, fixed it. 
Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. All right, HL. Um, top players of the game, we had Will Richardson with 19 points, shooting 7 for 14, 7 rebounds and 4 assists. Uh, then we had – wait. 7 assists. Four no, no, 4 rebounds, rebounds 7 assists. Four yeah. rebounds, seven assists. Not bad. Um, then we had Jacob Young, 10 points, 4 for 9, 6 rebounds and 1 assist. And last but not least, Quincy with 9 points, shooting 4 for 12. Nine rebounds and three assists. Ed, you want to take us away here? Um, yeah, I got it. All right, let's go. Um, I was not happy with our three point shooting. Like that was awful yesterday. Um, I'm gonna like. Just what do we shoot? You know, we shot like twenty percent from three. Yeah. Not good. But um, you know, we make the shots sometimes. We we don't make the shots sometimes. It is what it is. Um. I was happy with our assists this game. We at least had 14. Like, I mean, previous nights we had like seven, we had six, we had four and a half. Like, it wasn't good. Um, I was very happy with our defense. We had eight steals, five blocks. Um, we had we we had 15 turnovers on offense, but uh, mind you, some of those were just unlucky turnovers. Um, but with that being said, we could. Yeah, I'm gonna cut you game. off. I'm gonna cut you off really quick. A uh, little honorable mention, we had Nathan Biddle with uh, 18, yeah, eight a... points and four blocks yeah, yeah. and five assists. All right, keep going. Facts, facts. And then we had um, Quincy Gurrier with uh, nine rebounds, so good job. We had somebody on the board today. Normally, we struggle, but, you know, it's it's sad that we struggle getting rebounds sometimes with our size, but that's whatever, I guess. Um, Will Richardson, he played – 39 minutes, which, I mean, we're literally seeing that every game from him. He's playing, like, 40 minutes a game. It's a lot, but, like, I, he's definitely the guy to do it. Um, him and Devion both get, like, 35 minutes a game. Um, Jacob Young had 36 minutes. That's a lot for him. Um, he played pretty solid. Um, he got the team involved. Not as much as Will Richardson. Um, but I like to see him drive into the basket consistently like he's been doing. Um, and yeah, with that being said, we definitely could have played better though. Um, we had, like I was saying, we had eight steals, which is kind of a high number. I feel like we had eight steals, five blocks. That's like, that translates to good offense, I guess you could say. So, I mean, when we're looking at it in like the long term right here, this isn't going to do it against like good teams, obviously. Like, I mean, we shot. Like I was saying uh, earlier, we shot only 22% from three. That's not going to do it. But um, I was happy with our defense. It's facts. Um, Charlie, you got anything to say? Um, uh, nothing too much. I like uh, Dana experimenting a bit more. This is his first game with, you know, actual minutes, 20 minutes, getting the start, um, experimenting with the centers. You know, started Dante against Baylor, who was amazing. Now playing Biddle, you know, heading into Pac-12 play. Um, Harmon struggled from shooting, but it's fine. Um, Will was good. Bounced back kind of from his collapse against Baylor, um, which was painful. Um, Nothing else. It was kind of of a bit close all first half, um, but they closed it out. Luckily, so you know, moving on to Colorado tomorrow, Thursday. So it's gonna be it's next game. Thursday, right? Oh, is it I think next it's tomorrow. Thursday? Is it tomorrow? I think it is. is. It tomorrow? Uh, no, no wait, it's next Thursday. It? No, I'm, I'm yeah, slow. Yeah. So that's their next game. So next Thursday. <laughs> when do we we play? So Atlanta, they have that too. We play them at home, yeah. Oh no, we play. Oh wait. Yeah, we do play them next Thursday. Okay, all right. Yeah, so, yeah, we have a we, have we don't a have a game break. for ten days. Yeah, we have a big, uh, big break hanging in the Pac-12 play. Uh, Colorado, I haven't gotten to watch a lot of Colorado. They had their game against um, Kansas canceled yesterday. Solid, so. Yeah, I wanted to watch it. Yeah, I was super hyped for that. Um, let's see, it's at Autzen, or not Autzen, uh, Matthew Knight, I'm pretty sure. So Actually, always... speaking of that, do you guys watch that Arizona-Tennessee game today? I did. I, I did. saw the uh, beginning of it. I stopped Ref watching. Sucked. It. Ref sucked. Um, it was a close one. It was like a four point game. Finally. Yeah, Arizona. Arizona should have had that, but you know. Uh, I think Pac-12 basketball has kind of been on a little drop off lately. 
Well, uh, right now it's super top heavy. It's a uh, USC, UCLA, Arizona, and then kind the of the thing is though. Drop-off. Like, I'm just, I'm just gonna add yeah. on to that. Like, have they really played anybody? Let's be honest. USC. UCLA you know, played all teams. the teams. UCLA, UCLA played Gonzaga, played but they lost by twenty. And then and they went on to lose by twenty to someone else. I don't remember who it was Duke, but I mean, with that being said, we haven't like Pac twelve. We haven't scheduled many like out of conference games. If I'm correct. Arizona. I mean, Arizona. We play Arizona just. I'm not talking about us. I'm talking uh, about like USC. I mean, let's Ar- see. Arizona, Arizona just lost. So I mean that that kind of yeah that's true. They bit. have a super tough stretch. They have UCLA and then right after that USC. So those yeah, are their next games. So I mean they beat you know they beat Michigan, who's you know underperformed. They they State, were ranked at that point. In Illinois, so that I, I guess those are their three quality wins. Here I'll give Arizona the benefit of the doubt, but USC I is get, not getting any credit from. I agree. I'm not. Right I'm not giving USC Thanks. credit either. I don't really think USC does good. not deserve any. Uh, I, you know, what, I take it back. And they play I, Arizona. Um, um, I give yeah, Arizona too. some credit. Well, that'd be a good one. That they will. played a lot of good games, so I don't know. But USC, on the other hand, they haven't done anything impressive. Wow, I don't they know what they, they haven't done anything. Literally nothing. The best team they have played here. Let me just go it's through Georgia it. Tech. It's literally Georgia Tech, that, and that was their last game yeah. too. Georgia like, Tech is their best game. That is like, horrible. Or Washington oh State, I guess. No, I we're, I'm talking like out of conference Actually, games right now. Like, like out of conference, yeah. They um, have played nobody. I know, wow. Like, dude, like, uh, they Wait, who? 50 USC? USC. Yeah. Wow. They play no one. Dude, San Diego State sucks. Oh, my God. Wait, uh, Charlie, I actually have a question for you. Hey, what's up? So, uh, in the beginning of the season, I remember you posting something on your story saying, Damn. this is one of the best Damn. teams we've seen in a while. Um, I don't remember that. I do remember that. Uh, it's one of the best teams we've had in a while. Lots of potential, true. all these different things. And then um, nah, I remember up that. until this <laughs> Bailey game, we've kind of had who a, didn't say a really it, though? big. Be honest, Dude, be honest. I mean, you watched that it? SMU game? I mean, yeah. uh, and then with all the transfers, dude, there's so much hype around every single person. Yeah. Wait, let me, let me finish. And then um, – I'd say up until this Baylor game, we've kind of had a, a really big drop off. Yeah. What would What do you think happened with the team? What for like the whole the whole collapse like, of the year or yes. the Baylor game? No, 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 not the Baylor game. Up until the Baylor game, because that Baylor game was a close game. We played actually well, like a good team, but all I, those games before that, we kind of just like shit the bed. Well, I think it's um. I mean, how many guys did we return? Like four or five guys. I mean, all the guys are transfers. Uh, Garrier, uh, Harmon, um, you know, Sores is Juco. All the other guys, Biddle. Um, just like zero chemistry. And then also, you know, Dana has this problem with uh, early season games. He always has yeah. it. It's super frustrating because when we were in Maui, it was just the most embarrassing thing ever. It was like I was just so happy to get out of there. God, I did not go to that, by the way. Uh, I watched. I watched every single one of those games, man. I I turned them all off by halftime. I couldn't. I yeah. couldn't stand. But this ever. this isn't like Dana's usual teams. His teams are usually pretty bad in the beginning, but not this bad. Not this bad. Yeah. No. This is definitely probably this the worst. is this is yeah. the um. I guess I don't. What know. was it? Two thousand seven. The Troy Brown team was kind of. Man, yeah, the Troy Brown team, bro. He's they so weren't good. that good. I wish Troy Brown stayed in our year. I always oh, thought he was kind yeah, of overrated. I, I really did. like Troy Brown too much, but but what do you what do you think? Like, beast. What do you think happened with the team? Um, lack I mean, of experience kinda, playing with he each kinda other. He kind of said it. Uh, he kind of said. I mean, there's just no. Well, like we started off amazing. We started off like well, oh, yeah. You guys got here that's that Matt. That's that Mac. Matthew Nye, I mean, we only had how many games did we have before we went on to play BYU and the Maui? We had like two games. We had mm-hmm. like SMU and someone else to start off the year, like Texas Southern. It was just I don't know, not enough, not enough experience playing with each other. Because I mean, you think, that it was. You just think we just played like really bad teams in the beginning? That's why we played so good. Um. Yeah, I don't know how good SMU really is. But, I mean, in that game, like, the duck shot near perfect. But also being at Matthew Knight really helped. That's why I was, like, yeah. I had some confidence in the Baylor game. Because it's, like, it's at Matthew Knight. 
Ducks same, have some same, of the same. best home court advantage for basketball, you know. But um, we I also lost to um, home home court advantage in college is really good. It is. I agree. Um, that's why I'm, that's why I'm scared to play uh, Colorado. I'm I'm waiting to see if we get our first win. Well, the good thing is we played them. We played them at home, right? I think we play them at home, but I think we yeah. might play them away as well. Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We'll play oh, them yeah. both. But um, yeah, I don't know if I want to get get really in depth on this right now, but uh, me and Eddie were talking about this yesterday. Okay. Eddie, I don't know if Eddie agreed with me, but I was saying Will Richardson probably not is giving me Russell Westbrook vibes. Yeah, you know um, what? I'm gonna just stop you right wait, there. Wait, wait, no, no, no. Let me continue. Let me continue. I have to actually explain myself. <laughs> there you go. Keep going. Um, obviously, you, you know, Will is Bob... definitely the top. Yes. Wait, okay. sorry. Uh, what was the tape? You kind of cut out. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> cut that out. Will Richardson has kind of been reminding. He's been giving me some Russell Westbrook vibes. That is... Good way or bad way? Explain. I don't, I don't in, really a, like in a bad way. Wrong. Oh, but uh, but let me let me continue. I mean, in a bad way, that's fine. I guess. That's what you meant. I was like, you were yeah, in a bad way yesterday in disco. I was like, what do you mean? He's giving you Russell um, Westbrook. I thought you meant like I think... driving to the hoop. No, like, no, okay. You have to listen. So, doubles, like I didn't know. So obviously, Will Richardson, he's definitely he's a top scorer on our team. You guys would say, right? Well, here's the thing: he plays forty minutes a game. Yeah. Oh, he gets all the time. He's like. Leading us in he points. He plays 40 minutes a game. I wouldn't, I would, I wouldn't time, compare I mean. him to Russell Westbrook, though. Oh, no, I'm I just don't... talking about – I'm just talking stats-wise. Um, I mean, no. He's, he's no, giving us – he's good in all of What he reminds me of the oh. most is the Pascal Siakam situation when he was, like, one of the best number twos in the league when the Raptors went to the chip, and then Kawhi left, and then he sucked, and he, he struggled. He too. struggled because he was true number one. That's what Will reminds me of because it's been known that he is not yeah, a number he's not one. A, he's, he's a not number a one, two, yeah. number three. Yeah. Like with he was number two with Duarte and then you know he's exactly he's alongside exactly. with you know Pritchard. I, yeah. He's Here, not. No, I, I, I he's playing the two, bro. He should be playing the two. He shouldn't yes. be. I like yeah. The ball yeah, in. I agree. Um, yeah. I really yeah. wish. Okay, but no, no, no. Let me continue. Yeah. Let me continue okay. on this. So Will Richardson obviously averages like he's a top scorer on the team. If you look on the stat sheet, he's always leading us in likely assists, and he's getting some rebounds too. So he's putting he's putting up really good games. He's getting all the minutes, but um, I think he's just like he's the best guy on the team. But at the same time, he's not really gonna like give us big wins. He's not gonna take us to a championship. Exactly. He kind of just goes out there and just gets his stats, and then um, yeah, yep, I agree. Like he also he also yeah. has. Like things we don't see on the stat sheet are like his turnovers. Sometimes his decision making gets really bad, and his contested shot rate. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I I think um, he just like he kind of reminds me of Russell Westbrook in that way because he on the stat he sheet he's getting all the points. Final shot. Facts, but like, um, he's he's getting all the points and stuff, but it's just like, um. The turnovers, the decision making, sometimes it's just like I don't think he's gonna lead us to a championship. Lead us to any big nah. wins. Nah, he's not leading us to anything. Uh, he's, he's, I he's, I honestly don't. I don't have him in in my uh, starting five. I don't have him in it. Which yeah, is, that is definitely a hot that's, take, but that's just my opinion. I mean, yeah, I don't know. There, um, I guess, but I just. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you can take him out of the starting five. Like, who are you going to put over him? Yeah, I don't, um, really, see, I don't really see Harmon or Jake. Well, like, I see. I can understand. All... I guess Harmon like... is already starting in his lineup. Yeah, so no, no. no. I also, I also wanted to. Uh, this also leads what? to what I also wanted to add on, which is I want to see Dante and Kepnong both. I want to see them both getting a lot more minutes, and I want to see them play together. Exactly. I because see that package. yes, I think both of them would be. Would help us a lot. Um, Kepnong should not be getting twelve minutes a game. This guy is Eric Williams hurt. At what? minimum twenty. Yeah, he is. He's he's got COVID or something, or is he just? Or I I have no idea, but I know he's inactive. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I kind of hate basing stuff off, like, stats because Will Richardson does not play, like, what his stats show. Exactly. Like, exactly. Baylor, That's why I say film over stats. Exactly. Look, I like, can't lie, though. He did play solid yesterday. I'm not going to, like, take it yeah, away no, from him. Yeah, he, no, played, he played good. I mean, he has good games, but, like, but like I'm in talking the Baylor, like, like, in the Baylor game, like, he had a great first half, like, a good first half. But, like, in the second half, he sucked. And on the numbers, he looked like our best player, but, like, he really wasn't. Yes, exactly. 100%. And, like, even in our previous games, like Stanford, Arizona State. The Stanford game, when you took that ISO three for the game, yeah. it was, and then there was the yeah. Arizona State where you took the contested mid-range. Yeah. And like, that was the worst to me. Trying to be like Pritchard, bro. That's like, whatever. That's what I'm saying. Like, he just reminds me of Russell Westbrook. He's going to – he always has the numbers, but it's just – I don't think he's going to lead us to – I don't think he can take us to a championship. Well, he, he's a senior, right? I'm, I'm not mistaken. So, he'll be – Eddie, can you yeah. that? I don't think so. Right? I mean, I know he's played for four years. He's yeah, in he's a lot of mock years. drafts. He's in a lot of mock he's drafts. Played, so. He's played for four years. I don't know if he's technically a senior, though. I, I have no idea what eligibility thing. Keep on going. That, like, restricted him. He's been here since the 2017 team, I think. Oh, 2017 18. I'm not sure. But yeah, um, like I said, I I do want to see Dante and Kepnong both get a lot more minutes, and I want to see them also play together because I think that'd be really good for this team. Yeah, Dana's to... experimenting right now with his centers. He's trying to get Biddle yeah. involved more. I mean, he's like like every other game. It seems like the starting position for the centers changed. Yeah, facts. And um, when Nepali gets healthy, I think he's gonna be the starter. But yeah, until I think, he gets I fully think, healthy, then we just don't know really. I think he has the best upside. I think he definitely. I, I don't know. I think he's proven the most. I mean, and the actually, well, actually, I would disagree because he's been out for the last two years. But um, this year, the, I think he's proven the most out of the three. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna go. Three. I'll right right now. I'll say my starting five. Um. Me, they're all they're healthy. By the way, they're healthy. By the way, right? It's really hard to uh, yeah. Dante. I, I want I want Dante and Kepnong in. I want Quincy because I I think Quincy's very underrated. We saw hints of him in the first half of the Baylor game. He's very he just, good. He's really good. He's Who? very he, good. I didn't think he was that good, but once that Baylor game really changed my opinion on him. On on um, so, Quincy. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Kepnong. Nafali, I want Quincy, and I want Devion, and that last spot can either go to Will or Jacob Young. I'm I don't know who I want there yet. I like Jacob Young because he can get to the basket and um, Jacob is my dish. six man. But I think Suarez is is a good six man, honestly. No. I like I like Suarez, I like and Suarez Jacob but he's pretty inexperienced. Like he has really he's... good upside. He's really athletic. But he just really makes like some super dumb mistakes sometimes. He yeah. makes some super. I don't. Dumb. I don't. I don't like him like being out there in like the late minute, like against the Baylor exactly. game. Yeah. Like in the Baylor game, it, it really frustrated game, right? frustrated me yeah. when he was in. That's that yeah. That's why. That's why I said we keep him as a six man. You know, we yeah. don't. We don't. We put him in like when we when uh. What's the good? We we put him in only for like certain situations. We don't keep him in for that long. Yeah. Yep, but yeah, Jacob know. Young, Will Richardson, it could go to either one, honestly. I think they both have uh, pros and cons. Probably right now I give it to Will Richardson just because um, Will Richardson can drive. Not as good as Jacob Young, but he can still drive and pass and shoot. It's just sometimes his decision-making and the turnovers can get in the way. But, yeah. I want to see you Jacob guys- Young – you know, take the next step and being like the number one guy because that's why I thought he was going to be yeah. on this team, but he's just kind yeah, of no, like inconsistent. Yeah, I think Jacob Young can be the one on this team. I think Devion and Will are both agree. twos. I think I agree. I think Jacob is the guy, but he's kind of he's kind of you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I think Devion and Will are both twos. I don't think the I don't think either of them are ones. Devion solid. He's He's kind of ske- like sketchy with his like shooting. It's kind of inconsistent. I think as well. he's a great. I really like Devion. I, I really like Devion. I'm keeping Devion. I think Devion's the best player on this team. That's my opinion. Uh, before I go, 
I think he's the best playmaker on the team. I don't think he's the best. I don't think he's the best player. He's the best playmaker, but he's he not kind of reminds me. He creator. gives me um a lot of Dylan Ennis vibes. True. He literally, uh, I think he was True. definitely the best player in that Baylor game. He literally showed out. And yeah, no, I really he, was. He, he he carried through that out that game. I wish he. Mm. Mm, it was really annoying me. I wish he kind of just like. Just kind of, I I wanted him to ISO in that Baylor game. I didn't yes. want Will ISOing. I wanted exactly. Carmen to like ISO and you know, that's what, up, that's what, that's what I was saying the whole time. Uh, it was so annoying when it, I I just see like Will just keep driving and trying to pass and then like that's facts. Just fucking it up. Uh, I just, I just want that's the issue I have though. Like Will, he's not a playmaker. I'm sorry. He tries sorry. to take over. He tries to take over too hard. I'm sorry. I know he's experienced, like you were saying, right? I know he's got a lot of experience under his belt, but that doesn't make it so he should be the the one. He shouldn't be playing the one. I'm sorry, he shouldn't. I agree. He's a two, and even even next level in the NBA, even Devion, you know, in the NBA, he'll be a two as well. There, he won't be a one. Will. Yeah. That's why. That's why I kind of want Jacob in in that five, but we'll see. I, I want Jacob in that in that five because he's a you know. I think he's the most creative on offense, mm-hmm. um, but I, I don't know. Sometimes you just you know can't take over. But definitely I think make... that's a big the big issue right now. Our whole team is inconsistent. It, I know, I know. Like I kept I everybody. Kept like, it isn't just one person. I'm know, calling out right super now. frustrating. Every single person on our team. It's, it's really yeah, annoying. <clears throat> but in my opinion, Quincy and Devion are locks. Um, yeah, I, I want to like say Quincy. Dante and Kevin on the locks. Definitely one of them. I don't know. But not Dante's a lock when he's healthy. I'm sorry. It's yeah, I agree. But as of right Dante now. Oh, if we're yeah. talking right now? I mean, yeah, he's, he's still starting right now. But, yeah, yeah I understand what you're saying. And, uh, yeah, you guys want to say anything more about this game? Um, Nothing, nothing really for me. You good, Eddie? Oh, yeah, I'm good. All right, now we can get into this uh, football situation. We got a lot of new hires on the coaching staff. Um, a lot of people Another leaving. Right here. And, yeah, you want to start it off, Eddie? Yeah, all right. Um, do you just want me to read off the coaches, or what, what are we doing here? Um, are we going one by one? like One by one, one by one. All right. We covered Dillingham, I believe, no? Yes, yes, we did. Yes, we did. All right, all right, all right. So, obviously – um, first, we have Dan Landing, head coach. Um, that's obvious at this point. Um, next, we have Kenny Dillingham as our offensive coordinator. Um, We've covered all this. So you, can, you can go skip ahead. I, I know. I'm just saying. I'm telling everybody everything right now. Um, right. What I'm seeing is our running back coach is blank. Our wide yeah. receiver coach, we don't have one. But I don't know exactly where – this is coming from because we still, I believe, is our running back coach really gone? Yep. Okay. So we don't have a running back coach. Apparently, we don't have a wide receiver coach now Um, with all these weird rumors I've been spreading. Um, yeah. We do not have a tight end coach. Um, That brings us into the O-line coach. Who's gone? No. Oh, we got a new one. Yeah. Um, who has recently hired Adrian Clem and... You know, I'm happy with that hire for would, sure. I'm yeah, he was the offensive line coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I'm always, I'm always for hiring NFL guys. Steelers, yeah. you know, he was only there for one year as an O-line coach, and I mean, like, they have no talent. They had like four rookies, yeah, year players. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. You can't blame him talent. for them being gonna, bad. Yeah, I'm not. I'll, I'll, I'll always take uh, NFL uh, level coaches though for college all day. So it's not like we it, see the thing was with the uh, defensive coordinator, um, we're taking a D line NFL coach to move up to defensive coordinator. We're just straight up taking an offensive line coach from the NFL and moving him to offensive line coach in college. That's a steal, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I'm all I'm all for it. Even though their O line wasn't good, you know they didn't really have a lot of talent. Yeah, exactly. They didn't have much talent. Uh, he's not to blame. Like we can't blame him for that. That's unfair. Yeah, exactly. He's got a lot of experience, amazing. man. Lots of experience. Um, played four years at Hawaii. 
Went to the Patriots, won three Super Bowls. He was, in the that, uh, same, he was in that same Tom Brady draft class for the Patriots in 2000. Just yeah. Um, he was at UCLA for five years, SMU for four. He has lots of experience, you know. Um, I think he's definitely going to help this team out. Especially, yep. um, hopefully he can fill Millie Ball's shoes. I think maybe and he can do a little bit better, but we'll see. Big shoes to fill. Yeah, that hurts. Um, yeah. Moving on, we have the Nebraska defensive line coach, I believe, um, if that's correct. His name is Tony Tuoti. I hope I'm saying that correct. Probably not. Um, he is moving into our defensive line coach. Um, you know, I don't know too much about him, to be honest. I don't have too many things to say about him. I just I feel like it's a good hire. You know what I mean? I, I, I like the hire. Um, Nebraska, you know, they don't get a lot of recruiting talent. Yeah, exactly. it just comes down a, to like – They always have a good schedule, though. You know, Nebraska kind of like you're saying, though. top 15 – you know, defense this year. Yeah. So exactly. I really, you know, Nebraska's D line was amazing this year. So I really, I, I, I like it. I don't know a lot about him, but he's been coaching for a long time. Kind of like you're saying, though, like some of these guys, they don't have the talent that we have, right? So they're coming into exactly. That's they're coming from like places where obviously the NFL, that's, I mean, we're just comparing that um, on different spectrums, but like, yeah. Um, you know, in the NFL, he didn't have much talent. Our O line coach, um, our D line coach, he didn't have talent um, over but there in Nebraska. He was either. amazing. You know, Nebraska yeah. was had an amazing yeah, exactly. defense. That's why also, they were even in games. Like it, it wasn't not hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, and to also add on to that, um, I think we need to take that into account for Chip Kelly. You know, I think if he came into this Oregon <sighs> team with all yep. this talent, I think he could have been really good. Man, that's I know what you I disagree thought. with me, Eddie, was, but uh, my my inner wait, bias. who? Sorry, repeat that again. Chip, uh, Chip Kelly. Um, everybody would have left if Chip Kelly came. Unfortunately, yeah, I don't know because at don't one know, point, dude. at one point in college football, every kid in America wanted to play for Chip Kelly. I think yeah, if he's that was back at Oregon. Like, I really don't like. I don't think UCLA is like you know some some prestigious recruiting school that some people like perceive it as like. I really, no, I really, no, nobody really perceives it as like a recruiting school, but I don't know. Chip some Kelly people, some like, people said you he know, was great at Oregon. Exactly, he was great at Oregon. Yeah. And I think if he came, and I think Oregon, if he came back with this good. talent, he would have been I'm really not good. Taking you, I'm not taking it away. I just don't know if you know this day and age in college football that people would understand that Chip Kelly was basically made us who we are today, arguably. Um, I don't know if people would see that now. People would just forget about that because that's in the past, right? I don't know. It's a hit or miss. I that's mean, a risky yeah, move. That's even riskier like... than landing, in my opinion. Um, I'm glad we did what we did, though. I'm just going to say that. Do you think it's more risky to get Chip Kelly than a defensive coordinator? 100%. Yeah, I do. 100%. Wow. I think Dan, what do you mean? Dan wow, has a way higher ceiling or a way higher. There's floor no way you just said wow, bro. Chip. Like you actually think Chip Kelly is Chip a is better... a risky ass. Yes. Do you only... understand? Like, no, dude, you can no. I There's want no that offense. I really want that offense. I know, dude. My inner bias wanted him too, but that's who doesn't want that offense, bro? But like that offense comes with dude. liabilities. <laughs> and that liability is the whole defensive freaking field. So. Yeah. yeah. Moving but, on. Uh, all I'm going to say, all I'm also, gonna say, Chip Kelly is not going to win a national championship. Moving on. To be honest, Chip Kelly um, could, like, run this. What do you mean? I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. Chip, Chip Kelly could run this. Cannot win a and I would, I would still be fine with it because I could see Chip Kelly on the Oregon sideline in 2021. I would just love to, you know, see Chip uh, in 2022. Nice. Chip yeah. Kelly as a head coach, cannot win a national championship. Yeah, no, he wouldn't, he wouldn't, do, he wouldn't do it. He it would just not... be nostalgia. It, that's all it would be. It would be exactly. All it would be is a track meet. We would not win our games. It's yep. not how it works. <laughs> exactly. It's not, um, it we does, can't win it against track meet. It does get us it's one step work. farther away from the pistol offense. That's why I love yeah. the um, she hire. I love that a lot. Even though I'm not, I don't, I don't really know what to think about Bo Nix. You know, it is what it is, though. 
Oh, wait. I think that's more of a Dillingham situation, for sure. We haven't even talked about Bo Nix yet, have we? Oh, no. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We did? Wait. Oh, okay. You know, I think we did. I think we did. But um, with this defensive line coach hire, this also means an old defensive line coach, Joe Salavea, I think is his name, will be leaving some somehow, some way, I think. Um, I don't think we did. We didn't talk about Monix. Hold up. Uh, we were I talking about him in the uh, call, but... Yeah, I know. Yeah, we didn't yeah. talk about Bo bro. We didn't? No. Okay. But, uh, okay, we'll get into that now. But, um, yeah, so with this hire, I think the old off- defensive line coach, Joe Salavera, is going to be leaving. Yeah. Um, he, That's he disappointing. Was, how do you guys feel about him? He was good. Yeah, I thought he was really good. Um. Definitely, you know, his his niece, Tina Powpow, is on the women's basketball team. She's actually really, really good. Um, I hope she stays. I really hope she stays. I was surprised we let him go, to be honest. Yeah, I th- I think he really helped out, helped us out with the culture um, and the tradition. I think he play. I think he also helped design those Ohana jerseys too, which is pretty cool. But yeah, I think I think that won't be a, a tough loss. And yeah. Alicia, oh yeah, wait, we haven't talked about Bonex. Uh, there's one more thing. There's uh, I don't know. Did you uh talk about the uh, Colorado cornerback? Yeah, there's no, a few no, more. No, things. we haven't talked about There's still like three more. Um, let's get into another Bonex. guy. Is our defensive coordinator, um, Tosh Lupoy. I feel oh, great about that. Yeah. That's probably the best hire we've made. We're hiring him as as a de- defensive coordinator. That's what the rumor is. He said to uh, after the not official yet though. After the NFL season, I believe. Yeah, that's 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 amazing. That's a home run hire. Yep, agreed. Like he's a he's one of the best recruiters, arguably ever, from what I'm hearing. He's a great recruiter for being. He, I believe, he was just a. I I don't know what he did at Bama. What was he? Was he um? Uh, no idea. He might have been a defensive coordinator. I don't think he was. Um, but whatever he was, he was a great recruiter. And um, with that being said, but yeah, I um, think I find it kind I'm of funny for sure. Yeah, I find it kind of funny because when we were looking for the head coach, the one thing I wanted was at least some head coaching experience. Before, yeah, exactly. I, or I some agree. NFL experience, and then you know we get a guy with neither of those. But yep. now when we're hiring all these people, we're getting NFL offensive uh, line coaches. We're getting Tosh Lapoy. I agree, getting... bro. It's weird. It's weird. I, don't, I get yeah. it. Yeah. It's pretty, it it's no pretty ironic. But, um, it makes no sense. Yeah. We want to go into this Bo Nix news right now? Um, oh, one more. Um, our oh, yeah, yeah, defensive yeah, yeah. backs coach, Demetrius Martin. That's... In my opinion, looking like a great hire. Yep. Yeah. That when that happened, uh, um, I think it was Halil. Wait, what is his name again? Halil Jaleel Florence or Tucker? No. Florence. Um, looks like he was showing some interest. Um, oh, a lot of people. Twenty twenty three people. Um, I saw a quarterback. I saw a few. Oh, even his, his own son. Yeah, his own son. Uh, yeah, Cole 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 that one. ninety like ninetieth ranked corner or something or ninetieth. He's like set, he's like sixty. He's getting crystal balls. Eighty seventh uh, overall player, ninth overall cornerback, four star. So just three. like two days ago, I was looking and he was had like three crystal balls to Colorado and it just changed. So yeah, well now he's... well now that his dad's here, you know he has yeah. I think he has four crystal balls or something. Yeah, he's yeah, that's also committing January first. So yeah, so that that is a big commitment. That'd be a great that, start. That will be Those... one of the first real commitments for Dan Lanning. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Wait, so that's huge. Yeah. I want to touch up. Who are the guys that showed interest in? Uh, um, this, I can this I can go through them right now. I see RJ Jones, Cole Martin. Yeah, RJ Jones. He's um uh, here. Let me go through them right now. Jay Sean okay. Ramos. We had. Okay, I'm gonna go. We had Jaleel Florence. Um, we had, like you said, R.J. Jones. We had uh, Saint Bosco QB target, I believe. Pierce Clarkson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, he's a big-time target. Probably one of our top quarterback targets this year. Um, I'm going to try to get that guy on the podcast. But, yeah. Cole Mullitton, Jayshon Lemos. Um, yeah, hello, Jaleel Florence. All the same. Oh, Dalen Austin. Lots of guys. Lots of guys. That's like five or six of them. And, yeah. Um, we also had the linebackers coach become head coach at Nevada, Ken Wilson. Yeah. And he he took a lot of guys with him. I can check that right now. Um, yeah. I know he took, like, Nate Costa, who is um, – which, which is fine. I mean, you know. We're getting. We, we'll we'll have a replacement, obviously. Yeah, he he took what Nate Costa, Kwame. I don't even know how to say that last name. Ajiamon or something, and then Jalen Ortiz. So he took like three guys with him, but none of those guys are too big. So we'll hopefully fill up those shoes pretty fast. Yeah, Kenny Dillingham will just take over for Costa. His Costa exactly. is quarterback coach, so we'll be fine. Exactly. <clears throat> Okay, but yeah, now oh, we also got a little update on the um, Joe Moorhead health scare of the the day of the Stanford game. Um, I heard some people say that uh, Robbie Ashford's mom in the Twitter space said that if Moorhead was healthy and at the game calling plays, Robbie Ashford was supposed to start that game. You know, yeah, that makes I'm literally no sense. I'm calling Cap. Didn't Cap. we just come off a of win of Ohio State? Like, I'm. It was yeah, we're, we're undefeated at the time. It was. It was a win. Uh, I don't know. It was. No, yeah, we just beat. No, Ohio Stony Brook. Stony Brook. Yeah, no. Stony Brook. That might be one of the. Biggest, yeah, it was like... Stony Brook. Week one was Fresno. Week two, Ohio State. Week three. Okay, Sony I'm sorry. And Stanford yeah. first. Like, that's that not no true sense. at all. Like, why would that one bad lie. half of Stony Brook... That's what she said on the Twitter I know, spaces. I know, I know. I saw that. I saw that, and I completely disregarded it. That... I know. That's what everybody's been saying. You know what, dude? I saw that and said, we literally just beat the best team, like, arguably a top two team in the country at the Anthony time. Anthony Brown was being praised at the time, dude. Exactly. Anthony Brown was, like, the hero of this program at the time. Everybody's I like, still never bought into Anthony Brown at that time. Anthony for Heisman. I still remember... Um... There was that play going into halftime. It was a lead option. And I think he had CJ Bludell like wide open for the touchdown, but he decided to yeah, keep it. Yeah, yeah. He did that twice, by the way. He did that yeah. in Ohio State as well. That, that was painful. And Stony Brook and Arizona. I was I was at that Stanford game walking out of that That's stadium. I was, a, I was a sad man. I was also at the Stanford Oregon men's basketball game. When they hit the button, that is so bad. That is brutal. Honestly, I hate Stanford with all my heart. Yeah. All right, moving on. Wait, wait, wait. um, Moving on to the Bonick situation. Yeah. Wait, 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 Eddie. Um, Joe Moorhead, the day of the Stanford game, found out he had a ruptured diverticulitis, something like that. Um, Supposedly, it can cause peritonitis or something that can be fatal so he had to go through surgery and stuff like that and yeah okay we can let's get into bonex um moving on um prayers up for uh joe moore um moving on we got the big situation bonex how do you guys feel well i i really i really don't know at all like I was, exactly. I witnessed Bo Nix beat us. I, my my feelings are really mixed about it. If if Ty is better, Ty's gonna win, and that's that's that. No, that's but, no, that's the thing where I disagree. We have his old offensive coordinator. Oh, this yeah, no. Bo's the first game of the season is gonna be against Georgia. We're not gonna play inexperienced. Oh yeah, we're not gonna play Thompson. Bo did not it, come Bo to Nix is the starting that. quarterback for Georgia right now. But these people, people are complaining about Ty. If Ty really is that good, you know, I think, I think they'll, they'll notice it. You think he is? I have no idea, dude. I can't, I can't really say anything. That's what I think. I think even this information. I don't know. I think are they at the good benefit for one more year? But I don't know if Ty's going to transfer. I don't know if he wants to wait another year. Um, Right now, he seems committed though for next year. Um, but I don't know. I don't. Bo did not come to Oregon to be a backup. 
Yeah, hundred percent. He's playing one Dan more year. Dan Landing did not bring an SEC quarterback to not start him against Georgia Week One. Exactly. His former team. The only way Ty Thompson plays, even if Ty Thompson is like better than Bo Nix, that's not going to be enough. He has to be way better than Bo Nix. Yeah, which honestly, yeah. I, I don't see that happening. I don't know. So, I think you know. I I think. I always thought Bo Nix was, you know, kind of kind of overhated, but I also don't think Bo Nix is a, a great quarterback. I think he's super talented, and he's still – I think he's still raw talent. I think he got kind of wasted there at Auburn by Gus. But I still I, – I don't really know what to think. I'm kind of pissed off about Bo, but I don't know. I'll get over it. Just kind of, I'm just upset. Kind of, Not because he's a bad quarterback. Yeah, it's nothing to do with start. his talent. And he's, and he's uh, coming off of a fractured ankle, so he's not healthy. True. I don't know. It really it We're really basically renting a quarterback for a year. That that's it. I'm just kind of – I am kind of sick, though, of these one-year rentals. I'm really exactly. sick of them. Um, I really <laughs> think we should just, like, do it like, you know, what Herbert had his exactly. – As a true freshman, like, just start him young, get him as much experience as you can. Before you know, let's be real. Sounds like Ohio State with CJ Stroud. That's it. That's what I want. I mean, that's what that's what great programs do. They get these young five star quarterbacks and they start them early, and then they're amazing. You know, they hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. If we started Ty last year, he would be a top five quarterback going into this year. We'd be competing in national championships. That is a Super Bowl take. I don't know. I don't know if I. I don't know if I. I don't know. Agree or disagree, but that is Super Bowl. Listen we also have to, to take into account me. when Ty Thompson did play, he didn't play amazing. I mean, yeah, he didn't really That's have true. a lot. He, uh, I'm trying to think. He played against Stony Brook, and he was he was fine. He was good. He had a touchdown to, uh, you know, Thorin. But against Colorado, he had a, um, a interception, okay. and then he had a bad kind of had an underthrow underthrew a wheel route. I remember. And, um, yeah, he, he underthrew. Um, he underthrew Mac as well. Yeah, Thorin again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't but, know. You know, with that being said, right? That's like five. Herbert, the same issue. We had like, he he was a true freshman. I mean, yeah. I mean, Herbert, his first time that I really remember Herbert playing was against, it was against Cal, right? And they lost in overtime. I remember that. And Herbert, you know, he didn't even play that great, but, you know, he was young. He was a true freshman. And That's then eventually. The thing, Eventually, he did get his first big win. He, you know, when they beat ranked Utah at Utah, but like his other games, he didn't play amazing. But you know, he showed flashes, and that's kind of what you have to expect with a freshman quarterback because you can't just like expect the freshman quarterback to be like eleven and one, twelve and zero team, hundred amazing right away. You gotta like wait, yeah. wait, give him time, check for the flashes. You know, yeah, it's, it's a experimental development with freshmen. But I don't know. I don't know if Ty's going to – I really I really have no idea. Nobody knows, man. Do. That's just it's that's the thing. Really, like, it's really whatever happens at this point. Yeah. But, trying um, to get ready for Georgia week one. Yeah. Just to uh, touch up a little bit more on Bo Nix, six foot three, 214 pounds. He just finished his third year sophomore season at Auburn. Uh, just had a career high of sixty-one percent completion, uh, completion rate on his throws, with two thousand two hundred ninety-four yards, eleven touchdowns, three interceptions, and ran for one hundred sixty-eight yards and four touchdowns in ten games before he had the flexion ankle. Yeah, I mean he was former five-star, top thirty player in the nation. Um, he's arguably the best running quarterback in college football. You know, and he has he has a great arm. He has a massive and... arm, but. Yeah, there's a lot. Lots of potential. I don't know if he's the best running quarterback, but he's I would the best say escaper. I would say he's definitely top three, top five, dude. His he's cramp- the best. Yeah, top three, top five for sure. Like maybe not up. fastest, yeah, yeah. like but just pure running ability, dude. Yeah, agree, agree, agree. I think it's more in the pocket. He just escapes the pocket. Yeah, you got you've seen that one clip where he escaped like like yeah. eight guys on on that one sack at the goal line. He's done that a few times as well. Yeah, I know he's uh yeah he's pretty ridiculous at times. But he's also, you know, not the, you know, not the most, 
you know, smart quarterback, you know, make some mistakes. I don't really know how good he's going to be, to be honest. Uh, SEC talent and Pac-12 talent is a lot different. So it's going to be a different playing field. Yeah. Never know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, he, he, he could look amazing because now he's playing, you know, Oregon State yeah, and true, Cal true. and not Texas A&M and Bama. Um, also, a little off topic, but Dylan Brooks just had his high of 37 points. Yeah, that was rebounds, three assists against the Trailblazers in Portland. I thought that was pretty cool. That is yeah. sick. You are. Best, best pro doc right now for basketball. Thanks. Dorte will be up there soon. Hopefully, Pritchard. Thanks. Mm-hmm. But, um,. I think that about does it. Yeah, guys, yeah, boys. Well, actually, do we have any hot takes to end the podcast off? Oh yeah, that's right. Hot takes, hot takes. Hot I think, takes. dude, I already said like thirty hot takes. So, actually, wait, do we have? Um. Okay. Uh, Charlie, you got any hot takes? I'm trying to think of any hot takes I have on the team. Um. I think uh, I'm. This isn't really a hot take, but something I do want to comment on is Devin Williams uh, declaring for the draft. Yeah, that's big. That and Mikhail Wright. I and Mikhail Wright. Wright surprised will, me even more. Wright, Wright did, should not have declared. That was a big mistake. That, that was his worst career year this year probably. I don't know who his agent say, was, I would agree. but they convinced him. I don't know. He was not He was not that good. He will be a I, you know what? I, you know what? You know what? You know what? Hold on. Before we just keep going. That is my hot take right there. Before okay, uh, I'm gonna counter your hot take. I like that hot take. I'm I'm gonna counter. Okay, you have to understand. They are getting a whole new coaching staff, right? Yeah. They are not going back into a 100% positive year. They know what's gonna happen, so they they declare the draft. They either enter the transfer portal or they declare for the draft, and it's declare for the draft because entering the transfer portal is just it's hell. Um, so they decided into the draft because of the amount of uncertainty around the locker room right now. Nobody knows what is even happening, right? They didn't even get a defensive backs coach until what today. Like we don't, yeah. we don't even know what our wide receiver coach is going to be next year. So I don't entirely blame them. For oh, I don't blame them. I don't blame them at all. Not one bit. But um, Mikhail, I don't know. He need. I think he needed. I year. think they needed more time. I agree. I agree. Devin sure. definitely needed another year. He's gonna do the Dylan. Uh, this was gonna be his break. The Dylan year, Mitchell, man. Dylan Mitchell type thing where he'll go late round and not do anything, and he'll waste his weight. He'll waste his talents because I really do think if he stayed one more year, he could be a day two receiver. I really think. The, he's I'm telling super you right talented. now. He, if he, he stayed one more year, talented. he was gonna. Probably have a breakout year. Oh, he would have type of year. year, like a whole year where he's a wider. He's going up there with Olave, in my opinion. Man, he's gonna be so good, bro. Mm. Uh, yeah, I um, that really frustrated me. That that really reminded me of the Dylan Mitchell situation. Declared one year early. Um, I don't know. That really it's sucks. That leaves man. our that leaves our wide receiving core a bit. It dry, but there's still talent. We're gonna have to like, you know, it's gonna be a lot of young talent. We'll have a uh, what? We'll have a uh, Chris Hudson and Troy Franklin and Thornton. And the receiver? Uh, do we have receivers coming in? Actually, never mind. I don't even know what's going on there. <laughs> I really don't know. I don't even know what to say either, dude. T Mac on. Um, no, I really don't, don't know. Talk about the hot dude. Yeah, I really don't it know hurts. what to think. I think uh, I think we had to cover that. No. Yeah, we did. Yeah, uh, uh, we had a whole. Oh, that hurts, man. I don't know quarterbacks. So we 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 lose DJ James and Mikhail Wright. I completely forget about that. Now I have to like. No, wait, oh yeah, it was DJ James? Yeah, yeah. Dude, dude we're who's gonna dude, be our quarterback right one? Dante Manning. Here's my hot take. Up. Here's my hot take. Dante I have a hot Manning take. season. I have a hot take. Oh, is Kelly Ringo gonna, gonna transfer to Oregon? Listen, listen, we listen. I have a hot take. We aren't gonna go bet. We aren't gonna do better than nine and three next year. I mean, that's that's a take I fully agree with. I'm saying that because we have a rookie head coach. Okay. What's your, wait, what's your take, Eddie? What's your take? That was my take. We're not gonna wait, do what better is than nine and three next year. That's it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think yeah. this is a bridge year for yeah, either next yeah. year it's, it's or the year, year after. I think we will be in the playoffs relatively quick. I really, I don't know. Next year will be Sewell's last year. But you know what that, you know what this With, reminds me of? I mean, you know what this brings me up again? If this is a bridge year, why take Bo Nix? Because yeah, right? I mean, I agree. They think we got that I natty. That. They think that's we got that natty. Kind of confused, but it. I, I feel like I feel like they're trying to salvage the year. I think they're trying to do as best as they can with all the talent that they lost. Yeah. They're right. not going to have the mindset of a bridge year at all. And yeah, Dan that's true. coming into Oregon. That's true. And he wants yeah. to beat the fuck out of Georgia, who he just left. He wants that's to get as, as, as much talent as he wants. You know, they're they don't not really... thinking bridge here. Yeah, they don't Nobody think that. Is. They're thinking I'm not, Natty. You know, I mean, I had fucking hope they're thinking Natty. It, yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, my hot take is, uh, a lot of you, I know you guys aren't going to agree with this, but I think Justin Flo is better than Sewell. Yeah, that's a terrible take. That's not even a Yeah, dude, you are like – you've said that. You are <laughs> – have you seen him play more than dude, a Dude, you have – you have – Ten tackles in the first game. You have that four is so quarters awful. of sample size with Flo, dude. I'm saying it now. so awful. No, I – Like, dude, dude like, Flo was insane when he played Fresno, but yeah, it's four quarters you have. You really so think awful. he is just better than – Yes. Are arguably the – not arguably. Now, the now best linebacker like, in the Pac-12. This no, I I love Sewell. I think Sewell's amazing. He's super consistent. He's really, really good. Yeah. But I think Flo is going to be better than him. That's okay, that's just my opinion. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a bit different. What do you mean that's, that's different? different? That's what you I said. said. He is better. You said he is. Oh, well. We, we don't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You so can't, that's guess, not even like a fair take. Like, yeah, yeah. Hardly <laughs> yeah, I can't say that. Straight up, just, like, dude, no, I've always played his like, I don't even but, know. Like, he's, I, think he's going, I think he's going to be better than Sewell. All right, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Okay. Flo has his I think Flo, upside. I think Flo has more NFL potential. I think, I don't know, really. As a linebacker. You know what? You know what? Low has more potential as a linebacker. I think Sewell's going to be one of the best linebackers. linebacker prospects the NFL has seen in a while. Yes, you know why? Probably since, like, Parsons Roquan 2. Smith. 0. Probably since, like, you know, I don't know. I think Sewell will be an amazing, an amazing prospect. But I think Flo will have, like, insane athletic upside. You know? Yeah. Because that's how, that's how Flo is. Um, do you guys think – I don't know. I've had some people say – they think he, you know, will wait a year. But do you guys think Flo will declare for the draft mm. after next year? That's alongside a great Sewell. question. Alongside Sewell. Yeah, Sewell will mm. declare for the draft. I think uh, Flo will stay in the He has to do really good. I know. That's what I think. But, you know, he's a five-star. And, you know, he, he has that likability. I don't know. It's, it's know, really he, risky for, like, the other day. How did Flo get hurt? Like, are we just going to, like – he, uh, Nobody has talked about this. He what? I know that, but how? He broke, he broke his foot. It was in practice. Um, I saw. I saw it get. It got. It literally got leaked like a whole week before the news came out. Um, some reporter posted it on you know the duck scoop thing or whatever. Um, one of the Oregon reporters said he broke his foot, and then a week later the news came out because they had like MRIs and shit. But I don't really know. I guess it was just in practice, and that's just kind of how Bennett – didn't that happen with Bennett as well? Quote-unquote non-contact drill. Like, what kind of non-contact drill? I, I don't understand, dude. I don't to understand break what... someone's fibula. Like, what are we doing? Dude, Aaron, Aaron Feld's dropping, like, fucking, you know – Exactly, like, nukes on these Weights kids on these fucking kids. Exactly, that's what I was saying. Dumb, like, 100-pound dumbbells on Flo's foot. Like, what are we doing, bro, to break people's I, I saw I saw some interesting takes on Aaron Feld saying how um, they thought that he, like, got the Oregon team, like, too juiced up and, like, it caused injuries. <laughs> I'm done, bro. Yo, don't listen to these people, bro. Dude, I saw <laughs> that. I saw that, and they said that, like, they, like, you know, gave them too much muscle mass, and that's why they got injured. Okay, I thought it was bro, hilarious. moving on. No way they... <laughs> I've I've seen stuff like I've I also see seen that in comments, stuff dude. that comments... has been sabotaging our team, bro. Like ugh, it was so funny that like he was like too intense. I don't know. Oregon Oregon comments. Oregon fans are amazing. 
Bro, people don't understand. This dude is not lifting the weights. He's not making a weight program for them. Yeah, um, I miss I miss <laughs> He's just I miss, like I miss Mirabel the most. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I think I miss Mirabel more than I do fucking Mario, dude. Oh, I yeah. miss Mirabel a lot. Dude, yeah, coach was like replaceable. I'm sorry. Yeah, dude, train coach, dude. Fuck, who cares, dude? You had a cool mustache. That's why people knew you. You get a freaking dude with short sleeve T-shirts and that does like, like dude, some sort of we'll third party. Northwestern dude who's ripped and always like they're on some sort of gear, right? You get them over here. And that's it. You're good. Yeah. Um. Mirable was big. Um, yeah. For real. That that really hurt. He's every year he's had a pretty damn good O line unit, even with the COVID year when we had kind of had the rough. You know, literally, literally last year we had like no guys with any experience. I mean, and they all, so he also that. recruited the best offensive line recruit. Yeah, he history. recruited. I mean, he had you know the best O line, debatably. In college football in 2019 with Herbert, you know the handsome Lemieux, yeah, Swarthmore, Sewell. Um, I really wish we could have done more with that team because when I look back at that team, that team is such a playoff natty team. But like, yeah, it got destroyed. It really did. I don't know. All right, um, Charlie, and Eddie, you guys got anything else to say? I, I do not. Uh, let's do a double check. Anything new? I want to just run through Twitter really quick. Uh, Eddie, can you do that really quick? Yeah, I got you. I think it's just a lot oh, of people um, just getting hype just, about I mean, that. Not, nothing too crazy. Just, you know, people picking up new offers and stuff, like our commits and stuff. And we're, we're seeing that more and more. Um, but we definitely need to get landing um, hosting visits in January, I believe, when the dead period ends. I don't know when it yeah. does, but we need whenever landing, that ends, we need, we need immediately. You know what I mean? But that's about all I got to say. Charlie, any last words? Um, I, I really, I really don't think I have anything else. All right, uh, I think that wraps it up for today. Good episode, boys. Um, yeah. and yeah, love you, boys, and peace. Okay, bye. Peace. Out. peace.